Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope you guys are having a great day. So today we are talking about seven common digestive issues. So why I want to talk about this is because there are so many people who deal with digestive issues and so many people are going to have gas bloating indigestion every single day. So this is a minor thing, but however, there are major things that you have to um, be aware of that can be digestive issues that you need to um, treat and, and be aware of. So it doesn't lead to chronic health issues down the road. One of the main things that you can do to make sure that you prevent these things from happening is watching your diet, maintaining a healthy lifestyle so that these, um, minor issues don't turn into major digestive problems down the road. Number one, first thing is that I want to talk about is, so what I'm going to do when I'm talking about each problem is I'm going to talk about what it is. I'm going to talk about the symptom and then I'm going to talk about the prevention. Okay. So the first thing is GERD also known as like acid reflux. Um, GERD is very common with for a chronic digestive issues resulting in heartburn and indigestion. This is caused by the stomach acid or the bile flowing from the stomach to the esophagus because the valve between them is weak, okay? Symptoms is you're going to have burning feeling in the chest, you're going to have difficulty breathing, you're going to maybe have a dry cough, a very nausea, you might have difficulty swallowing just because everything's kind of coming back up in your esophagus, acid reflux in the back of the mouth and back of the throat. I've had acid reflux before and it's not a very good feeling. The one thing that I found that helped me with my acid reflux was to have almond butter. I don't know why, but it just felt like more like soothing and helped um, with the acidic in, when you're having that acid reflux. And that's what I found always helped with me. Okay. So one of the things that you can do to prevent this from happening is if you are a smoker, smoking is going to help limit this, avoid overeating. So overeating to the point where you're extremely full and you basically can't move, that is going to cause acid reflux or eating too quickly. You want to avoid common foods that are going to trigger heartburn, such as like fries, spicy food, deep fried foods, onions, things like that. You don't want to eat spicy things or greasy food before bed. And obviously the number one thing is watching your digestion or watching your nutrition and losing weight if you are overweight. Number two is gallstones. So middle-aged women or those who are overweight or high have high bad cholesterol levels are more likely to get gallstones. If you have gallstone pain, sometimes surgery is needed and may be indicated as well. So symptoms of this is going to be pain underneath your rib cage, sometimes in the back of your shoulder blades as well. So this is obviously some people might not think they might think they have like an injury from the gym when they have pain between their shoulder blades. So if you have constant pain behind your shoulder blades, don't ignore it. Don't think, oh, I just hurt myself at the gym. Go get checked out because it could be um, from gallstones. Um, also pain after eating greasy foods, foods um, may have nausea, sometimes vomiting. Um, in severe case, cases um, where the the bile duct is plugged up. You might even have like jaundice, so yellowing of the skin. Um, your stool might be very like dry colored or gray looking as well. 
Um, and that's like a severe case of it. Um, and then you might have to be um, taken to the emergency when if these the, if it has gotten that far, okay. And if you have any of these, like jaundice or like really dry, discolored stool, make sure that you get um, help immediately, okay. So prevention from this is staying active because when you are active, this is going to reduce your your cholesterol, and um, that's going to make uh, prevent that from um, happening. Uh, you also want to make sure that you follow a very high fiber diet, very uh, high in fruits and vegetables. You want to cut down on fatty foods. So if you are someone who has been eating um, lots of fatty foods over your lifetime, then all of a sudden you are now um, embarking on your health and wellness journey. I would make sure that you do go to the doctor and maybe just double check to see all things are good. Just because um, if you were eating fatty foods for quite some time can also contribute to um, gallstones. Okay. And sometimes medication to regulate your, regulate your hormones can also be put you at risk of this. Number three is celiac disease. So also known as gluten sensitivity or gluten intolerance. Gluten can be found in many types of grains like uh, oats, wheat, rye. What's happening is this allergy mostly affects the small intestine. Okay. So the symptoms that you're going to feel are diarrhea. You might be losing weight. You might have severe bloating, swollen belly, painful belly, belly aches, um, fatigue, uh, you're going to have like pale discolored skin, rashes, lots of different symptoms for celiac disease or gluten sensitivity, because every person is going to be affected differently. Um, you can also have like muscle spasms, muscle soreness, muscle stiffness, aches and pains. Obviously prevention is going to be instead of gluten, you're going to have to opt out for that, but you can also do like brown or uh, brown rice or black rice. You can do quinoa, lentils, amaranth, uh, different um, types of things to eliminate the grains and things like that. Obviously within Nourish, we have a lot of people who are gluten sensitive or celiac, and it's really easy to create a gluten-free meal plan. Um, there is gluten in a lot of things. So obviously if you do have celiac disease, you have to be very cautious when you're going out and eating in public and reading labels because you can find um, lots of these things and a lot of things that you might not even know about. Okay. Number four is Crohn's disease. Um, also known as inflammatory bowel syndrome. It's a chronic um, inflammation of the intestine. So Crohn's disease may affect both the small intestine and the large intestine and other parts of the digestive system, ranging anywhere from the mouth, because we know that when we chew, that's the first step in digestion. So Crohn's can also affect the mouth and it's going, it can also cause arthritis as well. So symptoms are going to be fever fatigue, lower belly pain. You might also have bloody stools, uh, lower uh, decrease in appetite and weight losses as well, just because weight loss, you're not going to be um, when you eat something, if you have an inflammatory bowel syndrome or inflammatory bowel disease from Crohn's, your body is basically not absorbing any vitamins or nutrients that you're eating. So this is going to give you that fatigue, it's going to give you that low energy and that weight loss, because your body is not able to uh, absorb any of the nutrients from the food that you are eating prevention from this, it's basically, it's hard to prevent this from happening. But literally, you have to just limit consumption of milks and fats and eat small meals. You want to manage your stress. You want to stay active. You want to eat fruits and vegetables, a healthy, well-rounded diet, eat the rainbow, um, healthy lean proteins, stay. Um, you, if you have really high chronic stress, you could have Crohn's disease, or if you are stressed and you have Crohn's disease, your number one thing that you need to do right now is reduce your stress and start being active and relax a little bit more. Okay. Number five is colitis. So, um, colitis, 
colitis is when there are ulcers that are forming in the lining of your large intestine. Digestive fluids that help with food digestion may cause irritation um, and result in severe ulcers. Okay, so when you have um, colitis, you're going to have severe belly pains. You might have diarrhea. Your stool, stool might include blood. You're going to be fatigued. You're going to be, uh, you're going to lose weight, decrease in appetite and fever. And the same thing goes with this. Like if you have, if you have irritation in your digestive system or you have ulcers or you have swollen areas in your digestive system, you're not absorbing the nutrients that you are eating. And this is obviously going to uh, contribute to all of the symptoms that you're feeling right so think about when you have like a rash or you have like or you have like a burn on the outside of your hand and you can see like the inflammation right it's swollen it's red it's hot so when we talk about inflammation in the digestive system when we talk about inflammation in the large intestine or the small intestine it's the same way that inflammation you see on the outside of your body it's red it's swollen it's gonna um, hurt it's gonna be painful so then that's why you're having those belly pains that's why you're having the belly aches and things like that but we know that when we have a sore on the outside of our hand like we do whatever we can to heal that we're going to put some um some lotion on it we're going to put some ointment on it whatever that may be so think of like your colon if it's swollen if it's inflamed if it's red what are you doing to heal that colon obviously fruits and vegetables foods that's what it's going to reduce the 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 inflammation in your colon you can't see that so these are these um so all these things that you're seeing in terms of digestive problems are happening inside you and you might not even know about it so when your digestive system is not um healthy and not um i mean not swollen you're not going to be able to absorb all that nutrients that you're eating so this is where a lot of these symptoms are stemming from so prevention from colitis is obviously again stress because um stress is going to increase inflammation, which is going to increase inflammation all over your body. Um, we're going to talk about the brain um, gut connection. So we know that the brain and the gut are connected and they are intertwined and they send, send signals back and forth. So if you are stressed, it's going to contribute to the swollen um, digestive system and that's going to not allow you to get over the symptoms that you're feeling or prevent colitis flare-ups or the ulcers from continuing to be there. So you need to um, manage your stress drink plenty of fluids and waters and exercise regularly as well. Um, number six, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, is um, a disorder of the digestive system. Um, those with irritable bowel syndrome often get digestive problems when they are triggered from stress, um, when they are worried, when they're anxious, or when they eat certain foods. So um, this is going to cause bloating, belly pain, constipation, diarrhea, or both. Um, so obviously, if you know what your trigger foods are, don't consume them. If you are really highly triggered by stress, if you have a high stress job, I bet you as soon as you are stressed or you are in a stressful situation at work, you probably instantly get belly pain. You probably instantly, instantly get bloated. You might have to go to the bathroom. You might get constipated one or the other. Um, and this is due to the, the IBS that you're dealing with. So again, managing your stress, avoiding those trigger foods um, that are going to prevent that are going to give you those digestive problems, making sure we're relaxing, making sure we're staying active. Um, we know that yoga is good for relaxation. So um, if you're, like I said, a high stress person, start doing things that are going to um, bring down your stress. We talk about this all the time with the nourish, like people come to us and their stress is at an eight, nine, 10. It's like, no, like we are not going to see any result on that scale or any result in your digestive system or any result or any positive um, change in your um, digestive system, unless we manage your stress. 
stress. Stress is the, always the number one thing um, in terms of digestive problems. So irritable bowel syndrome can also be, uh, if you have IBS, you have to understand that you can um, improve your uh, symptoms from nutrition because IBS comes from um, the microbiome, right? So we know that the microbiome is when we talk about the good and the bad bacteria in your colon, there are bacteria that live in your digestive system and you want the bacteria to be balanced. So you, when you talk about your microbiome, it's like your garden, you want your garden to be flourishing. So if you can re regulate and have a good, healthy microbiome, you can eliminate your IBS symptoms. So, um, what IBS is, is um, bacteria overgrowth of the small intestine. And that's also um, known as SIBO, right? So this can produce uh, many symptoms that are going to be known, come from IBS. So this can be treated with taking a probiotic or taking taking like kimchi or sauerkraut or something like that, because the, the probiotic is going to feed the good bacteria and making sure that the microbiome is healthy. It's going to prevent that SIBO and it's going to prevent that IBS symptoms that we're, that we're going to feel, right? So making sure that we are um, tackling all that. If you have a, a SIBO and you know that you have SIBO, one of the main things that people do is go on a FODMAP diet. Um, and this is basically um, focuses, uh, focuses on high protein, high fiber vegetables, and then avoiding like trans fats, um, processed foods, like prepackaged foods, anything like that. So if you know you have SIBO, then you're going to want to focus on a FODMAP diet. The last one is hemorrhoids. Number seven, um, surprisingly, people do have hemorrhoids that, um, that more than we think. And people don't obviously talk about this because this is more like a not pleasant one to talk about. So hemorrhoids um, are are from increased pressure in the veins just inside your anus, okay? So this is caused by uh, pressure um, from uh, blood to pool and it's giving that discomfort um, feeling in there, especially when you're sitting or passing stool. So one thing that you need to understand that if you need to go to the bathroom, do not hold it in. You need to go to the bathroom. So I know a lot of people um, sometimes don't feel comfortable going to the bathroom in public, but if you hold that in, this can lead to can lead to digestive issues and um, more serious um, conditions down the road. So don't hold it in because that's just putting pressure in there and that can lead to other problems. So symptoms um, of hemorrhoids are going to be pain or itchiness in your stool or or in your, sorry, in your anus and having bloody stool, um, there might be tenderness around there as well. Prevention is obviously eating a healthy diet. Um, you want to be eating lots of fruits and vegetables, fiber, uh, avoid sitting for long periods of time, staying active, drinking lots of fluids. So that's the seven that I have to share with you today. Like I said, so many people have bloating, gas, constipation, diarrhea every single day, and maybe you're not sure where it's coming from. Maybe these seven, um, these seven problems will maybe help you uncover what you may be dealing with. But if you are not sure and um, you have a lot of these symptoms, um, always go to the doctor, check your doctor out, or start with changing your diet. Start with changing your diet. Start with reducing your stress. Start with being more intentional with um, what you're feeding your body, reduce processed foods, and just focus on being healthy all around and your digestive system will improve. Number one thing is stress. Like I said, the gut brain connection. So if you can reduce your stress, I bet you a lot of your digestive systems will clear up and you'll feel so much better. So thank you so much, everybody. And I hope you have a great day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.